You're listening to a Fit Plus Love production. Like I said on the movie, UFOs were the saving grace. You know, we were pulling long days, dancing all day, you know, all kinds of surfaces all around town, making magic. And what I love about the movie is that it's all about making the world a better place. And so I think it's one of the things that you think about when you're making a movie with such a great purpose is making sure that you're living that purpose while you're making it, right? So UFOs were just a like integral part of just feeling good throughout the journey. And uh, as we head into our tour, all of the syncopated ladies were also in the movie. So they all already have their UFOs. <laughs> and they're uh, certified and, and loyal UFOs members <laughs> because again, once you go, once you go UFOs, you can't go back. That was Chloe Arnold. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative, movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Welcome and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. This week on the podcast, we're launching a special mini-series in partnership with active recovery shoe brand, Ufos. In three inspiring and unique conversations, I will be highlighting Ufos brand ambassadors from the worlds of dance, triathlon, and wellness. Today, I sync up with the amazing Emmy-nominated choreographer, Chloe Arnold. Chloe's choreography has been featured on hit television shows such as You Think You Can Dance, Good Morning America, The Ellen Show, The Talk, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen's A Legendary Christmas, and over 40 episodes of The Late Late Show with James Corden. She is the founder of the hit female tap sensations, Syncopated Ladies. They have over 50 million views online receiving praise from Beyonce, Whoopi Goldberg on The View, as well as many other celebrities and news outlets around the globe. Chloe is also an entrepreneur. She and her sister co-founded Chloe and Maud Productions, DC Tap Festival, and co-produced the award-winning documentary Tap World with Hollywood executive producer Dean Hargrove. Before we dive in to our conversation with Chloe, shout out to our partners at UFOs. UFOs is the global leader in recovery footwear, founded by a team of industry veterans looking to help runners and fitness enthusiasts recover better from their workouts. Made with revolutionary UFOM technology, UFOs are designed to absorb 37% more impact than traditional footwear, so your body doesn't have to helping you recover and recharge between sessions. From professional athletes to casual walkers, UFO's footwear will make your hardworking feet and body feel better. All you have to do is feel the ooh. You can learn more about UFO's at ufos.com. Now, back to our guest, Chloe Arnold. On this episode, Chloe dials me in to the world of tap, where her career in dance and choreography began and where she is now. We talk about our mutual love of UFOs and when and where she connected with the game-changing footwear brand. She shares how the shoes have changed her life and play a major role in her active recovery routine and everyday movement when she's not happy. We caught up just after she wrapped her new movie that she was choreographing for the past seven months with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds and just before she heads out on tour with the Syncopated Ladies in February. So I get the scoop on how she is relaxing and rebooting at home, and she shares how she plans to ramp up her training and get into tour shape. We also sync up about just how important it is to do what you love and some big happenings that Chloe is manifesting for the near future. 
I am sure you will enjoy our conversation. It is beyond inspiring and moving. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy. Head over to the app wherever you listen. Click on the Marnie on the Move podcast. Click on five stars and leave a review. Tell us what you love. Tell us what you're listening to. Share this episode on your social channels, wherever you like to get social. Tag us and we'll tag you back. And sign up for our newsletter, The Download. Now, on to my conversation with Chloe. It's so awesome to meet you. You too. I'm so happy that UFOs connected us. Me too. I love UFOs. I know. They're great. So I I basically live in this brand of shoes when I'm not running and on my bike. (laughs) Or wearing heels. I do wear heels, but not really in two years. I know. I just reinstated heels like just in the last week. Yeah. I'm now back. In- I feel like I can't <laughs> really walk in them. I'm having a hard time. Yeah. My feet are like, hmm. I have on new post now because I wore heels last night. You did. I'm in yeah. recovery. You're in recovery mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So funny because I I put some heels on the other night to go out for dinner and I'm like, this is, I can't wear these anymore, you know? know. And I'm like, I have to, I have to, I'm five one. Like I would like. Uh, yeah, we got to do it sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of shoes and movement, tap dancing is truly front and center in the spotlight of mainstream pop culture these days. But the history goes way back. Actually, to give you the like full history on the art form, which very much dives into like my purpose. So tap is actually, it's an original American street dance. So when you think of like how hip hop was born out of improvisation, the necessity to have a voice, it actually is is an art form that's brought over rhythmically from Africans that were enslaved and developed in a, from a barefoot foot style of rhythmic expression and, and the need for freedom. And then as you know, I mean, because the art form has been here for hundreds of years before the Industrial Revolution, then you get the onset of shoes. And then initially um, artists were just using like shoes with like a leather sole or a wood sole. And then you get the taps. <laughs> and then you get the art form that, be- that really made the biggest impact on Hollywood, right? Because the first movies where you had superstars were, were movies with tap dancers. Right. And so it's pretty amazing because the art of tap was the most popular thing in pop culture in, you know, the early days of movies. And so then, unfortunately, due to a lot of, a lot of variables, but a lot having to do with the race relations, the art form died out, you know, in terms of uh, mass appeal during the, like, right after the 50s into the 60s and 70s. And then Gregory Hines really brought it back in the 80s with his tap and with making it cool again and reclaiming the voice, reclaiming all that that it was about ultimately, which is freedom. And so that is interestingly related to my UFOs because I had gotten plantar fasciitis and it was the first time in my life where I I had an injury that I felt was prohibitive to my dancing, I would pretend it didn't hurt. And I would just pretend it was okay, but I was in massive pain. And so I started scouring the internet for solutions. And so I would like put in, you know, plantar fasciitis and a lot of things would come up, including insoles, which I do use, but I just needed a a shoe wear that I could put on every day, especially after I would take my tap shoes off so that I wouldn't feel like nails, you know, yeah. stabbing into my heel. I've had plantar fasciitis before. It's so painful and it's it's like debilitating, but then when you're actually doing the movement, you don't feel it, or at least I didn't. No, no, that's what's so strange is that what the craziest part about this is that when you go to sleep, normally when you go to sleep and you feel bad, when you wake up, you feel better. Right. Like that's the kind of normal trajectory of rest. With plantar fasciitis, it's the opposite. When you sleep, you wake up, your foot hurts more right. because it wasn't flexed. And so, you know, all the issues return. 
And so the first shoe that I get, that I put on, which I have on right now when I get out of bed, are my Ufos to get my feet warmed up again. It's almost like a massage. Get them going. Bring them back to life. And honestly, I kind of attribute Ufos to like, Ufos with my PT, to like just saving my life and the things that make me feel free. Because now I don't have it anymore. I just shot a big movie for seven months and it didn't come back. And I actually got everyone in the cast Ufos because, well, it, it became this thing where it's like it started with a small group that I had gotten Ufos for. Right. And it was like the initial cast. And then it became like legendary, like, do you, but do you have Ufos? But do you have Ufos? But do you? And, and so then everybody would be like, Chloe, I didn't get my Ufos. So by the time it was said and done... Uh, the whole dancing cast had Ufos and it was it was amazing because you just know what it means to have them once you've had them. I actually was at my cousin's birthday party the other day and I had gotten her Ufos and her mom was walking around in them. Yeah. And yeah, and she was like, Lee said that you got her these shoes. These are magic. I've already ordered mine online. Like within five minutes of her wearing the shoe, she was like, she's a chef. So she's like, my feet are killing me. And that's the thing that's amazing. And that we don't, we just don't think about how much mass population, aside from athletes, are on their feet and are in massive pain and just think that it's normal or think that it's green and bare. I had a friend who is a hairstylist and he was, you know, he owned a hair salon. He was a stylist and he was on his feet all day and he had plantar fasciitis and he used to tell me about it all the time, you know, and people don't even realize like how much, you know, you spend all your time walking around on your feet. Literally. And especially in in New York, that's when I realized I had plantar fasciitis was when I was spending more time in New York and I was walking around and I'm like, why does, why do I feel like I have needles in my foot? And I'm just walking around. Dance and especially tap put a ton of stress on your feet. You know, for me as a triathlete and a runner, it's a forward movement and hopefully that's all. As a dancer, I mean, you're moving in every direction and you're pounding on your feet and especially in tap. It's a lot, yeah? It is. And I always encourage students to, to get into the, to the UFOs sooner so that they don't get to the injury part that they're already doing the foot health part. And, and it's, it's the simplest thing you can do. And, I, and honestly, I tried a series of shoes. Like I tried, you know, I saw like, you know, fit flops and I tried those. I tried all kinds of whatever smushy shoe I could find that would be like, maybe that'll work. But I didn't find anything really was solving the problem. It felt like, okay, this is a little more comfortable than like, okay, a tiny flip-flop, but it's not, it's not actually intentionally healing my foot. And whereas these, whatever they do, you put, you put them on, they just feel like magic. I agree. You mentioned that you are working on a film that you were choreographing, I know, with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, and it's out in Christmas 2022, and you're gearing up to go on tour with your super, super cool and talented all-female tap band called the Syncopated (laughs) Ladies that you're going on tour in February 2022. Yes. Where will you be performing and will they all be wearing UFOs? And tell me about this exciting tour that you're doing. And are you coming to New York? Well, what's exciting, so like I said, on the movie, UFOs were the saving grace. You know, we were pulling long days, dancing all day, you know, all kinds of surfaces all around town, making magic. And what I love about the movie is that it's all about making the world a better place. And so I think it's one of the things that you think about when you're making a movie with such a great purpose is making sure that you're living that purpose while you're making it, right? right? So UFOs were just a like integral part of just feeling good throughout the journey. And uh, as we head into our tour, all of the syncopated ladies were also in the movie. So they all already have their UFOs. <laughs> and okay. They're uh, certified and, and loyal UFOs members <laughs> because, again, once you go, once you go UFOs, you can't go back. And so we're all ready and geared up for the tour. And it's kind of like, I love that I have 
So I have the UFOs flip-flop. I have the slides. Right now I'm wearing the sneaker. You know, and I, and I, I, I carry them for different purposes, you know? So like sometimes when you are dancing and you're getting warmed up for dance, you need like a sneaker so that you can get an actual real warm-up, get your stretch in, all that good stuff. So, so I enjoy that for like pre-show where we can actually, you know, get warmed up in that way. And then I love my, my thong sandal ones for mm -hmm. like after, cause I like for my toes to breathe. You know, they've been in a shoe scrunched up dancing and now I'm like, ah, let them free. And then I love my slides for home cause slides are just like ultra relaxing, right? Yes, yes. Uh, so, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the tour. We're gonna go to 15 cities. We are going to, I know we're going to DC, to Boston. I don't know if this round we're hitting New York. We've done our show in New York before, so I'm not sure if we're heading back there right away or not yet, but I do know that it's part of our general plan and that this 15 cities is just the beginning chunk of what we're doing and that we're, we plan to do a second leg. We did, in all honesty, we did have a 30 city tour scheduled last year during right. the pandemic. I was ask you, yeah. Yeah, and this, it was really sad because the company that, you know, believed in us initially and had a massive reach, like massive reach, they had tours like Chicago, um, you know, big, big, big shows. They went under during the pandemic because yeah. the reality is if you have 15 shows out on tour and all of a sudden, all 15 shows no longer have a tour. I mean, there's just no financial way yeah. to stay afloat. And so unfortunately, they, they are no longer. But what's incredible is that one of the women, we are women here is Roar. Totally. My theme song. <laughs> right. Was ambitious enough to say, hey, ladies, this isn't over. This is just a hiccup. And she went ahead and uh, started her own company and is now our agent and got us 15 cities back, which is incredible on her own. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I mean, living in New York City when Broadway shut down, I mean, it was so sad. I mean, that's like so New York City is Broadway. This is, is a huge part of our culture and who we are. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And it was really sad. But now it's very exciting because shows are coming back and there's all kinds of protocols in place. So it's exciting. And it's also, you know, I have a lot of friends that are artists and musicians and, you know, it was really scary to see. So scary. Yeah. But I'm, I'm so happy that Broadway is opening and it's, it's great to hear that you're going to go on tour and, yes. you know, there's things that I'm doing now that I would have never done before. You know, you live in New York city, you take it for granted Yep. And now I'm like, okay, I want to see everything. I want to go experience this more. I want to go to the Brooklyn Museum. I'm from New York. Yes. So museums are, I was born in this world. So it's like, I never go. Yes. <laughs> I'm the same way. I feel the same way. I, yeah. I, drove by, I drove by LACMA the other day, which is our, like one of our beautiful LA museums. And I'm like, I'm going in, yeah, you know, like totally. all this, it's like a rebirth of sorts. I literally was going to dinner with friends and I'm like, you tell me where to go. Like normally I think in the past I'd go to my, like my favorite places. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I want to try something new. I want to go to a different neighborhood. Let's explore. It's, it's, um, I have, I have various components of rebirth because I was shooting in, in Boston for seven months. So I, from like pandemic, I was out of commission, you know, we were in the house and I was also gone for seven months. Right. So I'm like all about like this rebirth. And then I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to New York in December. I also live in New York. Oh, cool. I have not been to said home since March 2020. Yeah. So that's going to be amazing. It's Everybody's back and New York is pumping and thriving. And it's like Good. nobody ever left. It's amazing. Good. It's crazy. I mean... It's been this wild whirlwind of change. And I hope that with all the sadness that came out of it, that there's a hundredfold the goodness and the joy that can be salvaged from the learning lessons of, of the whole experience. It's really un un unbelievable. 
for us to be living through this. But I think, you know, again, you find those little things. Like for me, during the pandemic, mm -hmm. I was working out, I was able to work out six days a week. I would go out, I would work out outside. We, I had like a park crew, which was our like little bubble of folks that worked out together every day. And I, I, I literally, it gave me time to honestly recover in ways that my body never got that chance. Like I, I, I was thinking at the top of 2020, I was like, I was thinking, is my body ever going to have a moment to just like recover, quite frankly, from like all the wear and tear and all the hustle bustle travel? I mean, I would travel eight cities a month sometimes. And, you know, it's just a lot on your body to travel on a plane, get off and dance. Right back on a plane you're not doing the, the the type of stretching and recovery and like cool downs and warm-ups it's just it gets hard to maintain so you know for me having that time where I I literally was going to physical therapy I had my UFOs every day I did my workouts but that were more like about you know strengthening and like specifics um, and then at my dancing was much more well, it was just honestly more limited because I was dancing in my, in at that time in my apartment. Right. And so it was quite different. I had the tap board. Is it challenging yeah. for you to just dance by yourself? It, well, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't as fun. I've done the whole train by myself thing because, you know, you have to. Right. As a, at a certain point. You, yeah. You focus and practice and train and all of that. But there is dances about community and connection and communication and all of that. And I'll tell you, we did it up on Zoom. Every type of Zoom dance thing you could ever do, we did. But again, nothing beats being next to someone and this, the energy and the vibration and the feeling. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, literally the vibration, you're shaking the floor together. You're making a sound wave together. It's something really special. So I was so thankful to have the movie because then it allowed for seven months for me to dance with people. I know. I was going to say that's amazing bubble. that you were able to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. And I was able to hire 90 dancers during a global pandemic for seven months. Nobody got COVID. Awesome. Nobody. That's amazing. So it just spoke to the protocols of our bubble, but it wasn't an insane bubble where you couldn't like have a life. Right. It was just an intelligent way to keep everyone safe. Yeah. And it was really special. And then, okay, so here's the crazy. Okay, let me tell you about this. So, All right, yeah. So I find UFOs and I'm like, yeah, UFOs. Okay. I just want you to know that I had that same exact experience at a triathlon event. And I literally have like 10 pairs that I went and bought and wear them for every different occasion. There's pool UFOs, there's house UFOs, there's street UFOs. Yeah, car UFOs. They totally. just got to sit in the car. Yep. You just never know. Like if I'm in a heel and I got to abort, abort. And they go in your bag. I carry like a giant yeah. bag with at least two laptops. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, trust me. They live there. They're the backup for like, yeah, you thought you were cute yeah. for an hour and no, a half. But now they have cute they ones. So. No, I know. And so here's the funny thing. I, read, I will wear them on the red carpet. What I'll do is have a long dress. I love this. I'll wear my heel, right, to get in and do the thing. And then after I do my little, you know, okay, you know, cute, you arrived, put on my UFOs, keep it pushing. No, and then like last night I was dancing it up, dancing up a storm and I was so happy that I was comfortable. Yeah. You know, like I, it's just, you get to this place where joy, joy is uh, uh, augmented by comfort. Yes. And so it's like, if I don't have to be in pain, why be in pain? Yes. Um, That's a tough lesson to learn. It is. It's life, life lesson. Okay. So I find these UFOs that become like my best friend. And then I had this like random feeling where I was like, you know, I should write to UFOs. I should just like tell them I love their shoe. So I follow them. So I follow them on Instagram, write them a message. We have this initial conversation about maybe doing some things together. And then we kind of just lost touch for a couple of months. I moved to, I moved to Boston for the movie. Our headquarters was in 
Braintree. Literally, they reach back out to me and are like, oh, you know, sorry for the long wait. We're just getting some new ideas together. We have this idea. Boom, we'd love to work with you. I'm like, amazing. But I'm in Boston now. And they're like, well, amazing. Our headquarters is in Braintree. I said, stop it. Braintree. I've never heard of this place in my life. Right. Never knew it existed. And now the synergy is I'm choreographing this massive musical and down the, down the way is the healing component for us all. And so it couldn't have been more synergistic and perfect timing that I was there in, in Braintree with UFOs. And they were like, I felt like, I, I can't explain. It's like, almost like they were like the, the life fest. So like, it'd be like, all right, another cast member needs UFOs. Call in the UFOs. And yeah. like, <laughs> they were the best. I feel like this is a, they really are so game changing. Yes. For people. All of my listeners are like, why are these two women obsessed with these shoes? <laughs> Come and try them. Then they will understand yes. and they will be yes. equally obsessed. So what's your recovery and wellness routine like and self-care? Yeah. So when you're shooting, it's hard because the schedule right. changes every day. But like when I was in rehearsal period, which is like a 10 to 6, so it's about an eight-hour day in the dance studio, what I would do is wake up before that and I would go to Pilates. Then I would go to rehearsal. Our first half hour was warm up and stretch. Mm -hmm. Then we do the day. Then after rehearsal, I would, I would go to the gym. And then in the gym, I would lift and, and or do cardio depending. So that that was like an ideal day. That's like if I'm if everything is going according to plan. What kind of lifting do you do? So my brother is a personal trainer. He has a company called Corpasso and he trains most mostly athletes. So it's great for me. I'm very lucky in in home in home training. But so I mean the whole thing from like, you know, circuit training to doing things that are intentionally strengthening my quads to take pressure off of my knees, things that are intentionally strengthening my calves to hopefully not get plantar fasciitis. Right. Things, right. Um, a lot of also like jumping to like, you know, the box. I love the box. Box jumping. For I love me, that. Yeah. It really helps because the things that you don't realize when you're maturing in yeah. your time, your years here on yes. earth is that jumping becomes something that gets harder. So it's like always just trying to maintain. I think about, I often picture myself in high school because I played sports in high school. I played soccer. I ran track. I did cross country. I swam. I played tennis. So I was so, oh, I was so on it. You know what I mean? And and so I think of like, what could I do back then? And I always try to have these markers that I can hit. Right. So on the treadmill, I know what I was able to do 20 years ago. And so I try to, to like make sure I hit those marks, maybe not every day, right. but I try to make sure I can hit them. And that helps give me that push and the yeah. goal and also the reward of like, it's 20 years later, I can still do this. Right. And so the jumping for me is one of those things. And then push ups and sit ups and, you know, the, the whole nine, but I, I, I've learned, you know, I can lift pretty heavy. And when I think of like my mom, my mom is, she can lift more than me. So I think about, yeah, I think about how cool that is and how it's amazing to be a strong woman. And, you know, I think about my grandma, now I can say her age, she's 99 and she lifts weights too. So they're two, three pounds but it's, it's important for bone density and just like absolutely yeah maintaining strength. So I think a lot of women steer, uh, are scared of lifting. Right. They think it's going to make them less feminine, take away their curves or whatever it may be. And it's just not true. The reality is for so many women, we're just naturally softer. Yeah. And so lifting is just going to keep you above, above the line. Right. You know? It would be my dream to have crazy muscles in my arms right yeah. now. Like that's yeah. like, I yeah. go to the gym to get that and I can't get that. And I lift a lot of weight. So yeah, same. it's an antiquated concept that we're going to get 
bulky Rip. because we're, yeah, Rip. that's a dream for most people. Yeah. 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 It's not happening. No. So, but, but, but that strength is what's incredible because ultimately, I mean, you know, we just, I'm sure for the same for you, and this is what excites me about UFOs, is that we just want to be moving for our entire lives. I am happiest when I'm moving, period. Like, I'm not even lying. While I'm sitting here with you, I'm, you know what I'm thinking about? <laughs> I'm thinking about when, we're, when we get off, I'm going to get up in my UFOs because I'm excited to walk around in them. Yeah. And I'm going to go on a walk. I'm just going to go on a walk. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going to walk somewhere because it's right now I'm on vacation. Right. Okay. My version of vacation is, is a little skewed because I'm not doing, I'm a staycating and I'm still working a little bit, Right. but I'm going from a seven month focus to like, Oh, I did. I shot a TV. We did a, you know, TV show on Monday. It was just Monday. Just Monday. I'm going to have some days off and now I could do something Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'm in a, I'm in a, at my own pace staycation. Right. So you're holding yourself back from doing a million things. Cause I know that you're like yeah. an entrepreneur beyond dance and choreography and all the things you do. You've got a couple of different companies that you've launched and, yes. and you're a documentarian and you co-produce yes. tap world and you're the founder of DC yes. tap fest and all these things. So I could, I could yes. feel that you're ready to like go full speed ahead, but you're trying to keep your, I'm oh the same gosh. way. I don't know if you're also a Scorpio, but I am the same way. <laughs> I'm a Leo. You're a Leo. I'm a Leo. So we're, yeah. we're, uh, whew, we're going to get it done. Yeah. But I'm totally. like, girl, yeah. my, I'm literally have to say to myself, the focus is to relax and regenerate yes. and, and so that I can go into the new year extra strong, but I've already like last night, I, I already was like, okay, back to my training program. Like, I've, yeah, you're getting back I've, to it. Oh yeah. I have my PT starting Friday. I'm going to go join, rejoin the gym tomorrow. It's, it's happening. What's your downtime like in terms of training and recovery? And then when do you start to ramp up again? Because you have this tour kicking off in February. That's such a great question. So here's what I'm going to start doing. So I'm going to rejoin the gym because I was gone. So I dropped that membership here. And then I'm going to find my Pilates class. What I don't know where I'm going to go yet, but I'm going to find a great one here. So I'm going to, what I was thinking, okay, see, here's my problem. I'll be like, I'm going to go light. And then I'm like, I'm thinking two a days. So, <laughs> so you're preaching to the choir over here because honestly, yeah. and I can only tell this to other athletes you know, yeah. an easy week for me is maybe like working out once a day for an hour. That's a vacation week for me because normally I'm doing two. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, do I gradually start back and do an hour a day? But this is what I really want to do. I mean, I want, I'm, I'm going to go good. crazy. Go I for it. Say so, it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to also, so they're in LA. I don't know if you've ever done it, but if you haven't, it's on adding it to your bucket list uh -oh. and I can take you there when you come is have you been to the sand dunes? No. Okay. This is the hardest thing I think I've ever done workout wise in my life. And it's, it's a hill uh -huh. of sand. Okay. And you literally go to the hill and the mission is get up the hill, however way you can get up. So like I, my mission is run half, walk half, Okay. If I can do that, I feel like I've done great. And I try, and, and then you set how many, you know, laps you want to do. If I can do 10, I feel like I'm in my greatest. That's, that's my like killing the game. If I do five, I feel like I showed up. But I will tell you that a lot of people do like two or three and feel really good about themselves. Okay. I think that you're going to get a lot in, but I'm not going to lie you do kind of want to vomit in the initial, in the initial, like learning how it feels because it's, it's where a lot of um, Olympians go to train. You, like I'm hooked. I'm getting on a plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have two, there are two different ones. Mm -hmm. They are, I mean, 
you have to like, it, you know, you know, as an athlete, and right? it's sand, right? So All it's not solid yeah, or? It's sand. Oh. oh, it's sand. That's what, that's what, that's what messes with your spirit because every step you take, you know, you take two feet forward, you're going back five inches. Yep. Right. Because the sand slips. So you go forward, but you're going back. Oh my God. That's so cool. Yeah. It makes it, you know, as an athlete, it's your mind that controls all of this, right? So your mind decides I'm going to do this. And then you you want your body to follow in suit. And that's again, why taking care of your body is so important. Cause if you don't, then it won't do as, as you <laughs> yeah. ask. It. But the, that sand dune is if I could do that once a week, that's, that's kind of all you need. If you'd get it twice a week, you're, you're killing the game. But once a week for my mind, because yeah. when you get to the top of that hill and you look out on LA, you're like, there's something in you that I feels get that. like. I get it. Yeah. 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 There are the stairs that we have here also, but the stairs for me are harder on my joints. Is those the stairs um, in Santa Monica? I yes. run up them. Yeah. Yeah, the wood stairs. Yeah. Those I used to That's be like hard. a main. Yeah. Yeah. They're hard. But the sand dune is harder. So I'll do this. I ha I, I now have a dance studio at my house. We bought a house more like a compound and it's incredible and it's so rewarding. So now and a, and a big part of it came from being stuck in an apartment during a pandemic right. and wanting to dance. And being limited to my board and maybe one other board. And I was like, never, never more will I not have access to a dance studio because that's my happy place. So my sister and I were on a mission to buy, it was on my vision board, two homes and one studio. Mm -hmm. That was like, we just kept saying it, two homes, one studio, two homes, one studio. And now we have two homes, one studio. And uh, it's all on the same property, but it's everything we could have imagined. So once I, so I'll get the conditioning program back in my life and then it'll be rehearsal time. And that's when I'll call the ladies over and we'll start putting in, in those hours to develop this show. I mean, this show is hard, H-A-R-D, hard, 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 challenging because it's, going to be about an hour and 20 minutes of us. So think about running a race and then, well, okay. Think of it more like sprints, right? Cause right. when you do a dance, it's like a sprint, but, but the sprint could be like three minute sprint. It's like, right. That's a long sprint. Right. And it'll be, you know, it could, yeah. Anywhere from two to four and a half minutes is kind of a typical length for one dance. But sometimes we have medleys and then a medley can be like eight minutes or 10 minutes. And that will happen throughout the show. So by the time it's set, if, if the show is, you know, 80 minutes, maybe everybody will have danced probably an hour of it at least. And so, and unfortunately, <laughs> for, I'm the choreographer, so I say unfortunately, but it's me doing doing it. Yeah, it's none of it is easy. Even our most relaxed things are energetic. So all of us are going to have to get in that shape. But I'm excited because again, we've had two years not doing that. Because even with the film, it's not the same, yeah. right? You, you're not you're doing a lot of takes and a lot of repetition, but you're not doing like what we're doing where it's telling a whole story in a, in within an 80 minute period. Right. It's, it's just totally different use of muscles and conditioning. They both require a lot of conditioning, but they're just totally different exertions. Yeah. So it's very, it gets very specific to what you're doing, your training as you get closer. And then do you also all practice yoga to kind of counterbalance the work that you're doing? I do. So before a uh, pandemic, I did a lot of yoga. During pandemic, I did less because my studio closed and I just got just, I didn't want to Zoom it. I, I was just living too much on Zoom. So yeah. I did more just like my own stretching. But now that I'm back, I think what I'll be doing is mixing Pilates and yoga. Like, you know, those are kind of 
for me on the same par of what I feel like they do right. for my body in it. Um, a lot of lengthening, which because yes. we do a lot of pounding. Yes. So I need lengthening. I'm setting up my house so that, so we have like a gym area in the back mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have like a yoga area in the front because the sun rises there and I, I'm getting it. You're getting, getting it all, all yeah, yeah. together. I mean, yeah. during the pandemic, we got a treadmill. I mean, all of our bikes are inside now where we have indoor trainers. We got all strength equipment. So I get it. Our apartment looks like a gym, but we have no, some furniture. Right yeah. Straight up. I took a, that was what I did in my last place. I took a whole, I took, I had a two bedroom apartment. One of the rooms became a gym. I got padding. I got weights. We were, you know. You got to bring what you love into your home. And so how did you get into dance? I mean, where did that begin for you? Because I feel like it's your whole life, right? It's my whole life. Uh, Yeah. I don't remember a time not dancing. So when I was six is what I recall I started in a studio that was like humble, you know, in a, in like a strip mall with, you know, a bunch of kids in leotards yeah. and tights running around being pretty mediocre, but that's okay. Cause that's what you're just supposed to do as a kid. And, but then my mom recognized that I had a, a thing for tap. She just felt it. And so she started to seek out opportunities and those opportunities were pretty incredible because there were artists like Greg Hines coming to DC, which is where I was from, to do master classes and perform and all these things. So at a very young age, I started to see the greats in my in my field firsthand. And I was like, yep. And actually, it was the movie Tap that made me want to do it. And then I got to meet Greg Hines shortly after. So it was like that from imagination to reality. And that's why also our movie is so important to me because I truly believe it's going to ignite that passion in so many young people that they're going to want to tap. And that's been my dream since I was a kid was to be able to like do that the way it, did, it was done for me. Um, so excited. And, and then, yeah, so then from there, I joined a tap company. It was like a youth tap company. And funny enough, now my sister and I have a youth tap company. <laughs> so everything. Is that Chloe and Maud Productions or is that separate? It's the Chloe and Maud Foundation. So, yeah. So we have lots of programs. So Chloe and Maud Productions is syncopated ladies and all of the things that like we do for profit, you know, in the, in a space of like our commercial work, putting on events, putting on shows that's in our for-profit life. Our, our foundation life is all of our kids programming and we have lots of kids programming. We have Tap Into Life, which is a free after-school program in, the, in inner city schools. And they get tap shoes and they do hip hop and life skills. And oh, That's so cool. That's amazing. This is the best. And then we have Soul Talk Youth and that's our youth company. Those are for kids who already are taking dance and need more. Right. But can't necessarily commit a lot of time because, you know, when you're, especially in this day and age, kids have 700 things to do, right? Yeah. So that meets one Sunday a month for five hours, either on Zoom or in our like satellites, which are LA, New York, and Florida. So that's amazing because you can either come in the studio or you can Zoom. And then we have our annual tap festival and that's DC tap festival. And that attracts like well, when we did it online, it was incredible. We had like 1,500 students from around the world. That's incredible. Wow. Yes. I know. In person, it's usually like four to 500. Online, it tripled, which was amazing. Which is a nice silver lining from the pandemic, right? That you got all these people that had in-person studios and classes and gyms. And I know like was- yoga teachers I'm friends with that you know really amplified their audience and got Oh, brought their mission to people at a broader scope. Major. We had, we reached 40,000 students during pandemic. We would never have. That's amazing. In person, right? Yeah. So that was, that was incredible. So yeah, we had, so those, and DC Tap Fest, we have like a, a huge scholarship program. So you have, you know, it's a mixture of people that can afford to their training and those that need some support and it's global. So we have students that come from all around the world. I mean, all around the world. When is that? Our our program over the pandemic, we reached 
53 countries and 43 states. Like that's so it's awesome. Just, it's so we we have a global family, and that's actually our documentary Tap World was about our global family and how Tap is literally around the world, and the world is tapping in. And and speaking to which, when you were saying at the beginning, Tap is like an American classic. It is. It is an art form born here, and it is you know as I'm saying a street dance. I think what's so important for people to understand is that something born organically in the street does not make it not a classic. That's what makes it a classic is that classic is something that is original, that is homegrown. And I think that's so important as we like shift the narrative of thinking, for example, like orchestral music is the only classic, right? That it's classical and instead understand that the classic is that which is homegrown, that which is something we can be proud of, that is been around for a very long time as the essence of our culture. And, you know, and it's so, it's really cool. I was thinking. That's what I meant by it too, by the way, that it's like. I know, which is amazing. And I thought about that. I love that it's, it's coming back. Yes. It's so exciting because it's endless possibility, you know, like when it, you know, went away from the spotlight, fortunately, people were still doing it and that's that's what's amazing it's is about the art is that it survived not being in the spotlight right? right so that's how you know something it has strength it has wings because even if it's not being applauded publicly that it still exists and that there's still a passion yeah i just always imagined from childhood that this would be my life yeah it is very weird to out of body almost to walk around and experience like that it's actually real, you know, like that I'm living. It's like you channeled it. Yeah. No, it, it, I feel like I manifested this and it is very surreal. Like I can't believe that this is my life. And then even like with UFOs, like I manifested that, you know, like I, I mean, that is, that's not normal to like, yes, we would have normally connect, connected on Instagram and had some conversations and then email or Zoom or whatever, but to be physically in the same tiny city. Yeah, it's serendipitous. <laughs> yeah, during a pandemic. It's, that's all, we, everything is like followed by during a pandemic because that's what yeah. makes everything even more like, how would that happen? But it's, but again, it's, I call it alignment. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel very, very thankful to just be aligned with positivity. That's all I want for my life. Well, it sounds like that's what you're doing. Thank you. It feels amazing. I think when you're passionate about something and you have that like authenticity and it just all comes together and it happens, but it doesn't, you have to work to get there, but it's like you're 100%. doing the work to bring your mission to life. Yeah. It's, it's so special. And I'm, I just think about all of the people in my world that are killing the game, you know, and it's so inspiring, right? You know, like today I just posted about my friend who's doing so much to help the world because she, she's um, in the realm of innovation for like energy saving. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's like, gosh, you're amazing. But guess what? She has UFOs too. So here's the thing. Every, all the amazing thing. people are connected by UFOs. Literally, because the reality is no matter what world you're in, you, got, you, want, you, know, you want to feel good. And that's what I think is so special. And it's like, a, I just, I love my UFOs family. They're such great humans. I know you know Darren. And he's just so positive. Yeah. It's just all around great. And I just hope that people get... Get your UFOs. Trust me. Yeah. Send us a message when you have them because then you're going to be like, these ladies, they're obsessed. <laughs> yeah, you'll understand why. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, okay. So can people take classes with you that your everyday person that wants to take tap or is into tap and already at an advanced level? Uh, the answer is yes. If you go to, if you go to chloeandmod.com, mm-hmm. That will give you the information. We had paused because during my the movie time, I really needed to 
to lock in. But we are resuming in the coming months right. to like a full online situation. And then in terms of in person, we are resuming what we call in LA syncopated Sundays. And that's oh. going to be for all ages, all levels. So that's coming back in person. And then once a month, we have our in-person youth program in LA, New York, and Florida. And so, and then I do master classes all around the country. So right. the best way to keep in touch is through our website, chloeamont.com. And then you can find out, we'll probably, we're thinking about doing, uh, in 2020, we did four events online. We'll probably do one more event hopefully before the close of the year, or if not, like right at the top of the year. Before um, we go on tour. Yeah, exactly. So we have a lot of fires burning. And the thing about the teaching stuff is what I love about it is it keeps you connected to the world and the community and it keeps spreading the love, right? Because yeah. that's, that again, I think about Gregory Hines, right? And if he had just been a movie star and he didn't take time to teach, we would never have gotten that inspiration and that connection. So I always try to remember that no matter how successful you become, the priority is to always stay connected to the community because that's that's the real work that creates a perpetual growth of what it is that you really love. Yeah. So, you know, being able to see a like this, this little girl on my Instagram, she opened her tap shoes and she screamed. She opened her box of tap shoes and she screamed because her mom got her new tap shoes. Because my sister and I, we have a tap shoe, by the way. That's so cool. Tell me about your tap shoes. I always dreamt of, you know, I think we all like have that Michael Jordan, like want to be like Mike thing. Totally. And, you know, right. And he has Jordans. And so Maude and I, my sister and I wanted our own tap shoes. And fortunately with Block, we were able to create a shoe. And so our shoe is specifically geared towards the dancer that's maybe not professional yet, mm-hmm. but wants to have a shoe that's lightweight and also comfortable. Back to this whole concept of comfortable. I, As a professional, I wear them because I need for my feet to feel good. And these are not so heavy. A lot of professional shoes get very heavy. These are lighter, but they still give strong sound. So that's what's really special to me. And they're also really cute. Yes, they are cute because I saw them online. Yeah. Thanks. So there are red bottoms. We have the silver bottoms and they're really fly. And then we're also coming out soon with a boot. So the boot's going to be really cute. That one, it will be more professionally geared. It, it is going to be the heavier weight. So something it'll be something great for everybody. The boot is going to be really fashionable. So you wear the shoes like like sneakers, right? Like I was just kind of saying that, you know, you have some that you you train in and some that you race in. And so, you know, you've got the shoes that you can put a lot of miles on. They're very personal because you like will go into doing one show and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can hit. I don't know if I can hit it all in that shoe. I need my most broken in one, you know, like. Yes, it, 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 I get it's it. So, I'm sure you know that. Like when you're going to yeah. run a race, right? You're like, oh, I got to have this shoe because this is the shoe that lets me do the magic. Yeah, totally. Or there's like some superstition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So it, that, that was very exciting. My sister and I are really proud to have this shoe deal because it's groundbreaking. I mean, you know, women, whew, the voice of women in every field uh, has, has, you know, had to work to be heard. And um, definitely in our field, if you think back to like famous tap dancers, usually the only woman that anybody could name in terms of tap would be like Ginger Rogers or Shirley Temple. And the reality is Ginger Rogers was lovely, lovely, but there were a lot of women with far more skill and just unfortunately didn't get any recognition and didn't have a platform and you know, what's new, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's really important to us. And that's, that's why our company is an all female tap band because I wanted to have a space where we didn't need validation from anyone else where our voices can be whatever they want. And each woman is totally different. That was another thing important to me. 
Uh, it's not about like cookie cutter, like we must all look the same. We must be the same size. Yes. We must be the same height. That's a big thing it, in dance too. That's yeah. Like, it's, it's not cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's not cool. And so for me, it's, it's, ex- I just love how different we all are. Mm-hmm. And it's fun because we kind of organically ended up with like opposites. So like my sister is tall. I love that you're with, you work with your sister. That's so cool. I have two uh, sisters and we're all best friends and it's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I pray that for everyone. That you know, anyone who has siblings, I pray that they that they stay tight. There's there's nothing better. Yeah. And if you don't have siblings, to not feel bad, but you can make siblings with people that love making siblings. Yeah, totally. You know, you I can agree. Liter- you can literally, like, I have sisters that aren't my, like all the syncopated ladies are my sisters. Period. They can you know come to my house. They can live here. They can do whatever they want. They're sisters. So, but yeah, like my sister's five nine. And we have another dancer that's five nine, so they're like the tall ladies. Yes, I have two ladies that are more in the like five foot, you know, four eleven, five foot. Yeah, right. And and it just happens that there are two of those, so then they like are great opposites. You have curves, you have short hair, you have long hair, you have just the full gamut. And I and I'm really proud of that, and and it makes me feel very rewarded to be able to honestly pay them. Like, I know that sounds funny, but like... No, it doesn't. It, I'm totally on board with that mission. That's kind of like an undercurrent in my world is to be able to empower other people, like hire smart women, yes. great people, not only yes. women, but, you know, yes. just to be able to do that, right? I don't know. There's something it's about so the work. Yeah. Because, like, I'm on a mission for all of the ladies to be homeowners in whatever city they want, but you know, LA is where we all are. And it's hard, you know, it's really hard, really hard. And I, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission because I know that that will be a historic mark for women in our field in not just tap, but in dance period. Dancers, if you look at consumer reports or any of these reports, dancers are ranked as like the least paid workers and I'm on a mission to change that narrative. You know, obviously you'll have sliding scales within any field, how much people earn. But I want to make sure that there's a stand, a six-figure standard yes. over here for dancers. And so that's what was, you know, like I said, extra rewarding about the movie was that I know that it's going to help create, obviously, this beautiful ripple of messaging, but also a financial ripple for the dancers where back in the day, in the forties, those dancers that made these movies so popular and so incredible, they didn't have any royalties. They didn't have any residuals. Right. So, you know, we can still watch those movies and they'll ne- not never get a penny. And it's so incredible and, and amazing that all 90 dancers will be able to see a residual income from this film and that's so special like yeah it's just special it, it matters it, it speaks again to the funny the one of the most powerful songs in the movie is called ripple and it's the effect that we make on the world and so that is i think that's why i said this movie is fully i'm so aligned with the purpose of this movie and so it feels so good and ryan reynolds and will ferrell and octavia spencer are just some oh, of the octavia nicest spencer's in it too yes I love her so much. I know. This, this is what I'm saying. This film is epic. It will be a classic. I'm already claiming it. I'm claiming it in the universe. It sounds like you really do what you love and love what you do. It's fascinating. I, woke, I was thinking about that. I think it was in my sleep, honestly. How fortunate we are to do what we love. And... I went last night. I went to a premiere of Ida Rodriguez's. Um, she has a comedy special called Fighting Words that she just got on HBO Max, and she's the first Latina woman to have a comedy special. And it's like in, in, at this at this caliber. And um, I was just thinking, wow, how amazing! And she said, she was like, my mom said, what are you doing? What, what in the career choice are you making? And her grandma was like, the one who was like, go all the way, baby, go all the way. 
And so, so it chills thinking about it. I mean, I was crying during her special because it was so amazing to see. Anytime you see someone achieve that which people didn't believe in, that's against the yeah. odds, you know, it's it's really incredible. And I, uh, I actually have a friend of mine who, my best friend, she's a doctor and she has a tough job. She deals with um, special cases for children. Okay, like, so she's yeah. got kids lives okay and guess what she dances every week she's she we grew up dancing together she dances every week to stay sane that's her way of staying sane and my friend who I also told you about the one that is like saving the world creating irrigation right. systems all that stuff she's also a dancer from my childhood and she also dances for her joy and her sanity so yeah I think it's so incredible for us to just for parents to just make sure they're not cornering their kids into one thing and thinking that that's the only way and that's the only thing that is success. Because even my friends who are experiencing massive success in these other fields still keep the arts as the way to maintain their joy yeah. and their peace of mind. So I think it's just important for, you know, sports and dance and music are, I think, the crux of like... The essential to me, they're the essential. No, to me too. I mean, you need that to be happy and you know thrive in everything else that you do. I hope that parents will you know be more open minded to letting kids letting their kids do it all and letting them decide where they want to go. Because ultimately, as I'm sure you feel the same way, when you are passionate about what you're doing, you will be relentless at making it successful. Yeah, totally. You will not stop. And it's, you know, it's funny because there's this like terrible, somewhat badge of honor sometimes that, that artists can take on of like struggling artists means you're like authentic. And I think that, and we have to, we have to change that to thinking of, you know, my sister and I call it thriving artists, that we should be thriving because what we're doing is matters. It yeah. matters. And also it is, it is a currency of goodness, yeah. right? Like it's the value of what it feels like to do this or to share it with someone else or to get someone else to do it. I'm sure you see in your partner like that, how happy she is. Yeah. She's so happy to have her tap dancing time. I'm excited for all the things. There's so many possibilities. And I think the the main thing that I just try to remember is like, well, when I think about like what I pray for, you know, a lot of people pray for like material things or right. to get a job or to get an opportunity. I actually keep it pretty simple. I just pray to be alive and healthy. Yes. And if I have those things, I have the and I have the intelligence, I have the work ethic, yeah. I have the the purpose-driven, you know, lifestyle to do the rest. So I'm like, all I need is to be here and to be healthy. And I think about, you know, all the components to maintain that health. Like, you know, yeah. being healthy is, is there's a component of no choice, right? Because there's so many things that happen that we don't have a we have no control over. And then there's a total choice in, in yeah. what we, what we, you know, eat, what we do physically and what we wear with our UFOs. Yeah, and all of those things uh, really play into our longevity. And so for me, again, I just pray for simple, simple things. And then I got to do the work and in, in everything else. You are so inspiring. I love chatting with you. I'm very, very happy and thankful to talk to you. And this is really special. And I'm, in, I'm really inspired by your bookshelf. I know that sounds great. So I love the books. Great. Yeah. Are you reading anything good right now? Honestly, reading scripts. That feels like my life right now is a lot of script reading. But what I want to read, which I shamefully haven't read yet, is the is Obama's Audacity of Hope book. I feel like my life right now is the reflection on the audacity of hope. Like, I feel like I had the audacity. 
City of Hope. And that's why I'm in this place I am right now. So I want to read his book about that audacity. And it, it's, it's, I love the word audacity of hope because yeah. it is, you know, especially with women, you have to be audacious to get anywhere because like, think about this. Okay. I was reading in 19, in the seventies. In okay. Which is not a long time ago. Right. In the seventies, women could barely be homeowners because you needed a man to co-sign your mortgage. I can't, and, I, and I'm like, you know, as my, as my sister and I were buying this property and I was reading that, I'm like, what on earth makes that even something that was real? Like, what? Yeah. And so a lot of times people take for granted the milestones of achievement because just like, yeah, people are doing it, cool. But when you like look at how far women have come in a short amount of time. Jeez, it's it's unbelievable. And and to think of our parents and our moms and like what I was born in 71. So Yeah, you were born into a time where women were like truly trying. Yeah. Yeah, just trying to get a foothold. Like huh, ah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, Wild. So, so yeah, I, I read Michelle Obama's Becoming, loved it, of course. But I want to read Barack Obama's book because, well, I have this crazy, again, manifestation that I'm going to manifest. Let me tell you right now. Okay. Uh, that the Obamas are my friends. Okay. I've decided I have some funny things that, okay. So I'm like, you know how you could just be like, all right, so Obama and I are friends because, um, Barack and I are friends because we share a birthday. Um, mine is, uh, well, in reality, we share midnight. We okay. don't really have the same birthday. Okay, I'm August 5th, he's August 4th, but it's like the same, okay? There was one. one. Number two, we both went to Columbia. So we're like, we're like family, mm-hmm. okay? And number three, I had a dream we were friends. Okay. So- it's closer together. That, yeah. Boom. And Michelle was in that dream. And then she came back to me in another dream. So I've dreamt that she and I were friends twice. So ultimately. You're going to get there. That, they're they're going to be. Yeah. I'm a, you are talking to me about this right now. And yeah. I want to know yes. if you meet them in the next two weeks. Oh, I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you when this happens because I feel it in my spirit. Yeah. It's it's. Something about like inspiration. Again, I just want to know them because I feel like I just feel so connected to them as humans. Not for any other reason, actually. Well, I can't wait to hear all about when you meet them. That's awesome. This has been so wonderful. I'm so happy to have met you. You too. It's an honor. I love strong women kicking butt and making the world better. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, And of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, marnieonthemove1 at gmail.com. And let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out.